0: Blessed is the man who puts his delight in the Lord, and whatever he does shall prosper. This is Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is in the Lord. Whatever he does will prosper. In the book of Psalms, Psalms chapter 1, we read some very important promises, that as we put our hope, our delight, our trust in the Lord. God says you're blessed. Somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed I can hardly take it. I can i 'm so blessed I can hardly stand it, and whatever I do shall prosper, so I decree over you because this is what the word says: Whatever you do shall prosper because you are walking in the delight of the lord you 're not walking in the affairs of men you 're not walking in the ways of the world, but instead you 're walking in the delight of the Lord in the fear of the lord so i 've titled this, yes, the secrets to a living a blessed life, and the secret to living a blessed life is walking in the fear of the Lord. So we're going to talk about the fear of the Lord here to this, this evening. And so turn your Bibles to Jeremiah 17. Thank you, Jesus. Jeremiah 17 and verses 7 and 8. And this is what verse 7 says. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be... He shall be like a tree planted by the waters which spread out its roots by the rivers and will not fear when heat comes but its leaf will be green and it will not be anxious in the year of drought nor will cease from yielding fruit. Let's go back up to verse 7. It says here blessed means happy. It means secure. Blessed is the man who trusts. That word trust. To trust in the Lord means to put your confidence in the Lord. If you put your confidence in the Lord, you're not going to put your confidence in self. You're not going to put your confidence in in your abilities. You're not going to put your trust in anything other than the Lord. The Bible says you are blessed. You know, people sometimes say, aren't you concerned because people curse you all the time? They do. Um, Honestly, it doesn't matter to me because here's the thing, I am so blessed that you can't curse that which God has blessed. When you walk in the fear and admonition of the living God, you should never fear somebody putting some kind of a curse, jealousy, some kind of an attack against you if you're walking in the precepts of God, if you're walking in the authority of the Lord because you fear God. I don't fear man. I fear God. That means I am in awe, reverential awe of God. I care more about what He says, what His Word says, than what people would say even about me. Do you? Because we have to have that. We have to have that sold out commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ and to have that fear of the Lord. So the Bible says here that because you put your confidence in the Lord, the fear of the Lord leads to a blessed life. It leads to a blessed life. Let's read it again. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, means puts their confidence in the Lord. Blessed is the man who puts their confidence in the Lord. You can exchange that word trust for the word confidence. Putting your confidence in the Lord, not in your ability. Not in your strength. Not in what people say about you. Not in anything you have achieved. Nothing at all. But in the Lord. Blessed are you when you put your confidence in the Lord. When your hope is in the Lord. And it says you shall be like a tree planted by the waters. You're going to spread out those roots. It says when the, when the heat comes, you will have no fear. When attack comes, you will have no fear. When persecution comes, you will have no fear. When opposition comes, you will have no fear. You will have no fear because you fear who? the Lord. Lord. Amen? Because you fear the Lord. The Bible, all throughout the Bible, you can just, so many different scriptures, but it talks about the fear of the Lord. So turn your Bibles right now to Psalm 112. We're just going to go over a few of these scriptures, but Psalm 112, and in verse 1. Blessed is the man. Who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. Who delights greatly in his commandments. So in other words, because you fear the Lord, you stay connected to obeying him. When you stay connected to obeying the Lord, to obeying his word, it's because you fear God. It's because you have a reverential honor, respect, and fear of God that you don't want to do anything that would displease him. You don't want to do anything that would dissatisfy him. You don't want to do anything that would separate you from him right? At all. You don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. And so the Word says, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. So that means you're going to stay connected to obeying the Word of God. When you go to Psalm 128, you can jump over to Psalm 128 and, you know, I encourage you to take notes, at least write down some of these scriptures because you're going to want to go over them. You're going to want to study them. So, Psalm 128, the whole Psalm, says blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. So, you know, we got to get this in our spirit. I'm blessed because I fear the Lord. So, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm blessed. I don't care how you feel. H- how are you doing? I'm blessed. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed because I fear the Lord. I'm blessed because I honor God. You're blessed because you fear the Lord. You're blessed because you honor God. So, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Who walks in His way. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Say, it is well with me. It is well with me. Hallelujah. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine. In the very heart of your house, your children will be like olive plants all around your table. And so he's talking to you about increase. He's saying, you're going to be so blessed, you'll see the increase. You'll see the fruit. You will see the increase in your life. Verse 4. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you out of Zion. May you see the good of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Yes. May you see your children's children. These are promises of the living God. Come on. The peace be upon Israel. Children's children. I'm blessed. I'm so blessed I can hardly stand it. Someone says, how are you doing? I'm blessed. Who else is blessed? Your children's children. May you see your children's children. What you speak is actually causing that to come to pass because your words are creative power. And so when you speak it into existence, but you're speaking what the Word of God is saying. You're not on some fancy fairy tale island all by yourself coming up with soulish declarations. You're You're sticking to what the Word of God is saying. And you're saying because He promises me, this. I'm standing firm on the word of truth. I will not shrink back. Did you know that great mercy is promised to those who fear God? Yeah. Mercy. How many of we need? We all need mercy. We need mercy all the time. Yes. All the time. Yes. And so, when we turn to this scripture in in Luke, Luke 1:50, this is a promise. This promise is. From generation to generation. So, so if you hear what I'm saying, this promise is for you. This promise again goes to your generations. See, somebody needs to be the one to carry the baton and run, run like you mean it. Somebody's got to run like they mean it, right? Somebody's got to run like I'm taking this promise. See, I knew we we're gonna get somebody that was gonna run like she means it. She means it. She means it. I mean it. I mean it. We mean it. The mercy is on those who fear Him. His mercy. Wow. That means God's unmerited mercy. His unmerited favor. That means God's consistent, eternal heart is for us because we fear Him. We fear Him. His mercy is on me. That means when I should get a no, I get a yes because God knows my heart. That means instead of that door being slammed shut, God says, that's okay, baby girl, you come this way. Because I'm opening wide those double doors for you because there's mercy for you. There's mercy in the house. And it's not just for you. It's for your generation to generation to generation how many of we have kids in this room, right? Kids and grandkids, yeah. right? From gener- I'm claiming this for my grandchildren. My husband and I are claiming this for our three grandchildren and more to come. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes, Let's go to Proverbs 14. Thank you, Father. Proverbs 14, 26. Because in this one again, the fear of the Lord is going to protect your children. Proverbs 14.26 In the fear of the Lord there is strong confidence and His children will have a place of refuge. Your children you first of all we start with you because you're His child you will have a place of refuge. But the promises of God are from generation to generation. The blessings of God, in Deuteronomy it tells us, it goes, or in Exodus, to the, 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 to the thousands of generations, right? The blessings of God. And so here we, say, we see that the fear of the Lord... Again, what is one of the benefits to a to a, a secret of living a blessed life? The fear of the Lord. Why? It gives me confidence. Not just any kind of confidence, but strong confidence. My confidence is in the Lord. Your confidence is in the Lord. We must say, my confidence is in the Lord. When things are not going well, when your back is up against the wall, when you're contending for something that you have no power other than the power of the Holy Ghost, which is all the power you need, but still, you have the power of prayer. You know that your confidence is in the Lord. You're going to pray through that situation. You're gonna going to decree that the strongholds are being broken. You're going to decree that the shackles are being broken off. You're decreeing that the blind eyes will see. You're decreeing that your sons and your daughters that are not walking with Jesus are going to start walking with Jesus because you have the confidence of the Lord because you fear Him. We fear God. We don't fear culture we fear God we don't fear the government we fear God we are not going to fear some law or supposedly law we fear God does anybody know what I'm talking about right now yeah we are the church we are the ecclesia we will never die we will never shrink we are never going to take a back seat amen Amen? Amen? God says that the violent take it by force. And we're taking by force that which God has already promised. And He's promised us a blessed life. He's promised us when we walk in the fear of the Lord that we're gonna walk in the fullness of everything His blood has already purchased for us. Yeah. All of it. Thank you, Lord. All of it. All of it. That's some good preaching right there. <laughs> Amen! <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. The fear of the Lord, I will not fear, man, but I'm fearing God, fearing God. And so we have wisdom and we have knowledge. In Proverbs 9, let's jump, go go a couple chapters back to chapter 9 of Proverbs. Proverbs 9, 10, it says the fear of the Lord is the beginning, it's the beginning of wisdom. That means it's a principle of wisdom part. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. It's the principal part of your life. To walk in the fullness of what God has for you. You will not be deceived, church of God. You will not be deceived. You will know exactly the way that God has called you to go because you fear God. And so the fear of the Lord is the beginning. It's the principal part of wisdom. And we need wisdom, the wisdom of God, to know how to maneuver through the things that are being thrown against us. The diabolical demonic assignments. We need the wisdom of God to know that when they say you must do this you say I don't think so I don't think I checked with the word the last time I checked with my word I know that the Lord says you are free for whom the son has set free is free indeed I have got the mind of Christ so I'm not going to allow some demonic assignment some some scheme of the enemy some some conjured up assignment that so many people are saying okay they're just bowing to demons they're just bowing to bowing to that Yeah, de- I'm bowing to that demon stop bowing to demons <laughs> recognize that we're going to stand up for the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're going to walk in truth because we fear God, not man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Woo! So, for by me, verse 11, Proverbs nine 11, for by me, your days will be multiplied, and your years will be added to you. Why? Because of verse 10. Because you fear the Lord. Because of verse 10. If we can put 10 and 11 up, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. We need wisdom and we need understanding. Wisdom has layers. God will give you understanding upon understanding as you have the fear of the Lord. As you continue to press into Him. As you continue to stand along on the Word and say, Lord, I know... It, the situation looks pretty bad. It looks pretty bad, but I don't go by what I see. But my emotions right now may be wanting me to go by what I see. Sometimes our emotions try to pull us into a, a, a place that's not of God. And that's the time that you open up your word and you open up words like to this scripture and you say, it is the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of wisdom. And it is the knowledge, the knowledge of the Holy One that is understanding, Father, put me in your wisdom. Lord God, increase my ability to have understanding, Lord God, I am not going to be pulled. By what I see, or by what I feel, or by what I hear, unless it's what the word says, yes. amen. And as you do that, as you press into that, God will. Be faithful, because he's a faithful God. He is faithful. You know he cannot deny who he is, right? God is so faithful. He is faithful. He's not trying to be faithful. He doesn't sometimes be, he's not, well, if I feel like, sometimes I'll kind of, no. He is faithful. God is. God is. He is. He is. He, is. he says, I am who I am. I can't not be faithful. I am faithful. I'm not sometimes faithful. I am that I am. He is the I am that I am. We may not always be faithful, but God is always, always faithful to his word. To his word. That's why we stand on the power of his word. So now let's go over to Psalms 111. Let's go over to Psalms 111. And in verse 10. Again, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who do His commandments. So here's our part. We do His commandments. As I've already mentioned, it's important that we do His commandments. Lord, whenever my will is not lined up with your will, Lord, convict me. I want to do your commandments. I want to be in alignment with you. Whenever my heart is strained, convict me. I want to do your commandments. I want to be faithful at your word, Lord God. Not just when it's easy, but all the time. Not just when everybody else is doing it, but all the time. Because I've decided a long time ago that I am committed to Jesus Christ, and I believe you have too, amen? Can I see who has decided a long time ago that they will be separated, that they will live a consecrated life, and that it doesn't matter who agrees, who approves, who's going to come alongside. If we're the only ones doing the will of God, then so be it. But we will serve the living God and obey His commands, right? and his commands are beautiful. When you fall in love with the King of Kings, they're beautiful. Amen. Do you guys believe that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> because let's face it, in the beginning when you're, when you're just, you know, as a new Christian, they're not always so too beautiful. In the beginning, when you're first a new Christian, they weren't all too beautiful to me. It was a dying to self that I had to learn. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one. But it was a dying to self that I had to It wasn't too beautiful. It was, do I really have to give that up? Because I like that. Do I really have to give that up? I don't want to give that up. So it wasn't too beautiful at first. But now, it's like, now it's like my heart delights. Oh, you guys are all talking like, you look like you don't know what I'm talking about. You you guys look like when you said yes to Jesus, it was this cakewalk. You just were floating. It was just beautiful. Really? Maybe one or two of you, but I doubt every one of you had that experience. (laughs) At first it was difficult. But I'll tell you what. But it's not difficult now. It's the grace of God. It's the anointing of God. It's the love of God that has been poured into us that now causes us to just yearn for his, his presence. No matter what, Lord, what can I do for you? No matter lo- what, Lord, what can I give you? Lord, I want to give you my heart. Lord, what else? I've given you my heart. Is there more? Because I want to give it all. That's my heart. That's our prayer. Right? Right? Let's go over to uh, Psalm 119, the one that goes on forever and ever. (laughs) It's like, oh, let's, for our morning devotional, we're going to be in Psalm 119. You mean for your morning, your evening, your afternoon? You mean for the next three days? You know, yeah. Um, So 119, verse 130. And I love this. "Is the entrance of your words gives light. And he gives understanding to the simple. When you don't know what what to do, you don't maybe know what God is doing or the Lord is doing in your life or something. The entrance of your words give light. Amen. What does light do for us? It brings clarity. Right? It, whatever's confusion, whatever seems to be confusion, whatever's dark, the entrance of his word is going to shine on that situation and bring clarity to your life. So it's important. The entrance of your word gives life and it gives understanding to the simple. So you will have clarity because you'll be able to see what God is calling you to do and you'll have understanding. We need understanding so that we can do what God's called us to do without being easily swayed. If you have understanding about something, you're going to be solid. You're going to be standing firm on, on his word, right? You're not going to be easily swayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And then this is, the last, uh, this is the last scripture I have us for tonight. Psalm 119. We stayed in this very long psalm. Verse 98, though. Let's go over to verse 98. He says, Through your commandments, you make me wiser than my enemies. His commandments will make you wiser than your enemies. I didn't say you didn't have any enemies uh, before. I said you just cannot curse that which God has blessed. I did not say you didn't have any enemies. I did not say I didn't have any enemies. I said that they just can't curse what God has already blessed. You will have enemies if you're actually serving God. You will be persecuted if you're serving God. But that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Because we know this one thing. There's great reward. They're just helping you. There's great reward in heaven for you. If you're being persecuted here on earth for the gospel's sake, great is your reward in heaven. As a matter of fact, okay, we're going to go there. But first, let's just make sure we got this scripture. You, all of you, Through your commandments, the commandments of the Lord, make me wiser than my enemies. You are wiser than your enemies. When you stay in the word of truth, he gives you the wisdom. He'll tell you how to pray. He'll tell you who to be separated from. He'll tell you, see that friendship? Mm -mm, that's That's not leading you in a good place. He'll give you the wisdom. He'll make you wiser than your enemies. You know... You'll be able to bless them, of course. You'll be able to have nothing but love in your heart. Because we're called to love. We're called to, oh man, nothing other than love. Right? But you'll be, have the wisdom of God to not be taken as a fool into the same old, same old, same old, you know, stupidity. Because you have wisdom. And you have wisdom that's going to outwit your enemies. Hallelujah. Okay, last scripture. Even though I said before it was the last scripture, this one will be the last scripture, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's right. Amen. Okay, Matthew 5. Matthew chapter 5, and verse 11. Thank you, Abba. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely, for my sake. Let's just, let's just deal the for, with the for my sake first. Come on, if people are saying things about you, but that's because you're acting stupid, you're just not acting in the will of God at all, you're acting stupid, don't think. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have great rewards in heaven. No, 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 no. This is for those that are walking in the will of God. Okay, let's just get that part straight. Let's start back from the beginning now. Blessed are you when they revile and they persecute you for, and they say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. For my sake. It says to rejoice and to be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. It didn't even say great. It didn't even say your reward. You have, you have a reward. It says great. You have an abundance of rewards in heaven. In other words, it's absolutely inexhaustible. The reward that God has for you in heaven. They persecuted the prophets who were before you. In other words, they persecuted Jesus. We know they're going to persecute us. But let's go back up to that word revile. Blessed are you when they revile. That word revile means insult. That word revile means mock. That word revile means curse. When they're mocking you, means they're cursing. They're trying. Remember, you can't curse that which God has blessed. Right? Unless there's some open door of sin. But I think we're going to make sure that there's not. So if you're walking in Christ, they cannot curse that which God has blessed, though they may try. Instead, you should just be thanking them. Just give give them a Holy Ghost clap. You know why? Because they're just making it so much better for you because the Bible says that you are going to be so hilariously, hilariously blessed. In heaven, you've got a reward that it's outmatches anything you could have ever, ever dreamed of. Amen? Blessed! Highly favored are you when they say all manner of evil against you falsely. And if you are going to be a Christian with your salt nowadays in this day and age that we live in, guess what? You're going to see some this, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on social media, whether it's just in your homes, in your families, at work, wherever it might be. But the accusation, the accuser of the brethren is running rampant, right? And the one that wants to come to kill, steal and destroy, the one that wants to silence you and shut you up because you're just not complying with that other agenda, the agenda of the world. No, 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 we don't comply. We are victors in Christ. We're soaring in the heights of the King because God has called us to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer only. Amen. Amen. And so, so when you experience this, you got to realize, number one, don't let it attack your, your soul. Don't let a spirit of intimidation, don't let a spirit that would try to mute you. This is how it works come on, what did I just say? Revile means mock and mock is curse, to be cursed well, they're trying to curse you, they're trying to put a mute uh, like for for you to be muted so that you wouldn't have the confidence to speak up but the Bible says, blessed is he who has the confidence in the Lord, so if you keep your because of the fear of God, if you have the fear of God you have the confidence in the Lord so if you have the confidence in the Lord because you fear God, no matter what a persecutor, one that would insult you, would try to curse you with, say, you can't can't touch this. You can't touch this. Can't go there. Can't touch this. Because I am filled with the Holy Ghost power. I'm washed in the blood of the Lamb. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I am a tongue-talking, Holy Ghost Bible-believing Christian. And I am the head and not the tail. Come on, you guys are the head and not the tail. And so God has got promises. The promises of God, yes and amen, for every believer in Christ tonight night. Amen? Amen. So the secret to living a blessed life is to walk in the fear of the Lord. We're walking in the fear of the Lord. No matter what, Father, let this be our prayer. Teach us how to fear the Lord. Let's pray. Father, teach us how to fear you. Teach us. Increase in us our ability to truly, truly fear you. Nothing else. Not man. Not not some situation. You know, not the future. Not the past. Not our children. Not what the children may or may not be doing. Father, not finances lack of finances, it doesn't matter. Lord, keep our hearts focused and fixed upon you. We shall fear the Lord our God and the Lord our God only. We will, we will obey and walk in the precepts of God because Lord God we are so grateful for what you have done for us. The blood of Jesus has forgiven us, sanctified us and set us free. How could we not be grateful? Thank you Abba for what you have done. So spirit of the living God right now, I thank you for empowering your children, your sons your daughters tonight to walk in a new level a new level of anointing a new level of faith a new level knowing that they fear God and they are blessed beyond measure and no man can stop that in the mighty name of Jesus amen all of God's children said, yeah. give God the clap give him the honor come on you can do better than that hallelujah we glorify you Lord we glorify you Lord